0: We will be perfect in every aspect of the game. You drop a pass, you run a mile. You miss a blocking assignment, you run a mile. You fumble the
1: football, and I will... And we're back, like the Backstreet Boys, Backstreet's Back, with week two of the AKSI Kappa Chat Fantasy Football Podcast. With uh, I'm your co-host, Connor. And as always, joined by my great co-host, the legend, Randy Yim. What's going on, hell yeah, Fred Rice?
2: Man, things are going good. It's—I uh, wish it could be better after last week, but we're looking at a new week. Things are good. How are you doing?
1: You—you you got headphones this time, so you sound like you're not a uh, uh, talking to us from a mile away this week. That's true. That's true. <laughs>
2: oh, I, I shot my best round of golf yesterday. Ooh, when you were a witness of that was I did witness some amazing, amazing stuff. But uh, things are looking good now. Had a steak what was, dinner. What was there. the
1: highlight of your? Did you shoot 90, 93?
2: 93 shot what, 93
1: what was like the shot of the day
2: uh at 17 there's a big a lot of water on the right side and my drives that i have been slicing have been slicing crazy right and just piped it down the middle it was i remember awesome. that one yeah so it was, it was fun
1: brandy's got a driver and that addition to his golf game has just uh you're gonna drop that handicap real quick Hope so. Speaking of handicap, Randy, how about you give us an introduction for our first guest of season two?
2: Oh, this is an exciting one. Very exciting one. So glad to have our first guest speaker, guest co-host of the year. Um, You all may know her as the defending two-time champion. (laughs) Two-time.
1: Two-time.
2: Two-time. We have Kristen here as the LA Dropouts. How are you doing, Kristen?
0: Oh, I'm doing great. I don't know if I need to zoom in on the trophy for you guys. Let me just grab it and bring bring it real close to the camera. I know the listener at home won't be able to see it, but I'll send a picture if anyone forgot what it looks like since I've had it for so long.
1: (laughs) It (sighs) does take up the entire screen of this Zoom call. So it is an impressive trophy. I wouldn't know. I've never put my hands on that thing before. Uh, But uh, job well done to the original creator of that uh, spray-painted trophy.
0: It's a glorious, pretty nice trophy. And uh, it it sits nicely in our little sports basement on a shelf. So um, it'll be in a good, good hands for at least another couple months.
1: (laughs) Since you got that trophy. Oh, go ahead.
2: I've never had the trophy. I never touched the trophy either, Connor. Um, Does the trophy have your name and your team name or just says like year and like name?
0: It has the year and then your name. And I was looking at the everybody who's won and it is fifty percent women winners on this trophy. Ooh. Which is pretty dope. And the only person who has won twice is Lauren Goman. So props to Lauren. Just wanted to give a little shout out. I thought only, that was only a-
1: other person that's won twice. Only yeah.
0: other. Very true. Only other. And only one person has gone back to back.
1: Oh. <laughs> <Have> you- <laughs> well, congratulations to the champ two two might be the number of the day two-time champion will be the first time that we've mentioned the number two uh but Kristen, in a normal pod fashion we haven't talked to you officially in a year for all the the league members here listening to the pod let's uh, hear a little update what's been going on with you over the last year
0: yeah a lot has changed in the last year. We dropped out of LA, moved back to Portland in December. bought a dropped house out
1: of LA. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: bought a house in January February, January moved in fe- into it in February. Um, and we've just been remodeling our basement, adding a deck onto the back of our or re- redoing our deck on the back and yeah moving into home ownership life, which is a little wild. Um, I still work for the same company, Skylar, um, but I am now fully remote. So sweet. Here I am.
1: So no going back to LA. No, no
0: going back to LA. It's been actually really great. And I'm really excited to be back in the Northwest. I think every single weekend this summer when the weekend was ending, I was like, yes, I don't have to go back to LA.
1: <laughs> so what what neighborhood are you living in, Portland?
0: Uh in southwest Portland, Multnomah Village.
1: Multnomah Village. I assume the Portlanders will know that area a little bit better than, than I would.
0: They might, but honestly, when I lived in Southeast, I had no idea where Multnomah Village was. <laughs> a lot of old people over here.
1: <laughs> so so what? what's the big difference between living in Portland and living in Los Angeles?
0: Oh, where do I begin? I think the The thing I missed the most was it's really hard to get out in nature in LA. Like you can go to the beach, of course, you can go on hikes, but it's not the same as it is here. Um, And it takes forever to get everywhere. Here, we live 15 minutes away from everybody and everything we would want to do, which is pretty sweet. Um, And you like
1: live in the forest.
0: Yeah, I live in the forest, basically surrounded by trees, which is amazing. Um, I would say that the weather is better, although this summer was hot as hell, and we do not have air conditioning, so that sucked. (laughs) Um, It was actually cooler in L.A. this summer than it was in Portland, which was wild, but um, we are going to get AC installed, and we'll solve that problem for next year. So I'm sure
2: being in a uh, closer to outdoors, I'm sure Ollie likes it better than being in L.A. or Yes,
0: Ollie is obsessed with our house. He will just lay by the, we, bu- we have a door with a big window in it and it has those blinds that you pull down and he just whacks the blinds against the door until you come and let him out. And then he chases the squirrels out of our yard. We have squirrels and bunnies that come into our yard every day. Basically, anytime Ollie's not in the yard, the bunnies and the squirrels are there So he is just always trying to get out there. He's almost caught one. I don't know what he would do if he caught a squirrel. I think he wants to play with them. But if he caught up one, I don't know what he'd do.
1: Yeah, it might be a little messy. (laughs) Well, let's let's talk about some fantasy football league. And so two-time defending champion, Kristen. How Mm -hmm. did you approach the draft this year?
0: Yeah, so... Um, at, my, at my company Skyler, we just did a brand relaunch and I stupidly said that I could do the draft the day before we launched the brand. So I was pretty much heads down in work, working 24 seven for the three weeks leading up to the draft. Um, had already worked a 12 hour day that day that we launched or that we did the draft. And so 30 minutes before I asked Matt Uh, my husband, what I, what, what do I do? I have no, I haven't looked at a single thing. He sent me uh, a login to the athletic and they have like this crazy spreadsheet that did not help me at all because it was, you need to spend some time digesting that. And so um, in this league compared to other leagues that I've played in before, I feel like it's, uh, really beneficial to get a good quarterback. So I just decided, and that's what I did last year. That was my main strategy last year is get a good quarterback. So I was like, okay, just get a good quarterback. Might as well pick up the same quarterback.
1: The homies.
0: And I have played in half point PPR leagues before, and I always go heavy on wide receivers in those leagues. And I don't know what I was smoking, but I, I just drafted the worst wide receivers ever. Um, and yeah, here I am sitting Oh, and two really blew it. Uh, but we'll see what happens.
1: That Oregon medicinal can just, uh, mess up your draft so easily.
0: Yep. You know, I did go into it thinking that there's absolutely no way I could go three times in a row. So there's no pressure. I don't need to win. There's no way I'm going to win three years in a row. So I'm not stressed about it. I'll happily pass the tra- trophy to somebody else. Yeah,
1: well, wow. we, we said it last week and it was like, well, yeah, she can take the next two years off and she'll still have more titles than Randy or I. So uh, <laughs> I, I don't blame you for uh, putting it on cruise control for a season. We'll
0: see Definitely. what happens. Maybe I'll turn it around and shock you all
1: so, so what was your reaction? Let's talk about hot takes because Randy's hot take to start the season was that you were going to, to get last place.
0: Yeah. I did think that was a little
1: rude, Randy. Um, <laughs> it sounds like I... you don't totally disagree. However.
0: No, I think I was going to come in last place. I'm not just going to like turn it off. I'm still going to try once I get my wide receiver situation figured out. Um, I, I still have a chance. I can make it. I'm, I'm looking to be in the middle of the pact. Um, definitely want to make the the um, champ. Well, not the championship, but we'll see. I don't know, but I'm win- not going to the, not winner's the bracket. toilet bowl, Randy. That was rude.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, well, in the spirit of, of the show, we are allowing everyone on the show to give their own hot take for the week since you kind of get your one moment up on the pedestal. So Kristen, what is your hot take of the week?
0: Okay, so I thought about this. I also asked Matt if he had any hot takes and he rattled off a bunch of nonsense (laughs) to make any sense. Um, It was also quite boring. But I have thought about this when when you guys are talking and I'm listening on the podcast. There is a lot of heat on Eric for when is he going to update his name? What is his name going to be? I don't think he should change his name. I think Clever Name TBD should be his name. I looked back, he's had that name for seven years. So at this point, I don't think that he could come up with a Clever Name that outweighs having the name Clever Name TBD for seven years in a row. At this point, he is Clever Team Name TBD and that it should hold. And I think everybody should get off his back about changing his name.
1: I got a producer oh, wow. in my ear right now who's saying that our ratings just skyrocketed because the Paradis family loved that hot take.
2: <laughs> that is indeed a hot take. Question then: Do you think if Eric wins the championship and clever team name TBD is a champion, do you think that name should then be retired?
0: Ooh, that's really interesting. I I that I like that. So I did look back at his. Um, He's, he's had that name for seven years. I don't know if he's played just for those seven years or if he changed it. Um, here's his, how he is ranked in those seven years. He's come in sixth, eleventh, twelfth, fourth, second, sixth, and second. He's That's come like in every second. Why? No, it's not. He's been middle of the pack last or in second place. So he's, he's just been on the cusp a couple of times. So maybe, yeah, if he gets first, it's time to retire the name and move on to something new
1: he started off two and two and oh so uh i i when, since we're uh, praising eric the this is fine meme with uh i guess I, I don't know what the dog is with the fire behind him is a great fantasy football profile photo yeah. all right we gotta we gotta stop giving eric so much love right now unless randy you got a nice little compliment <laughs> or you want to sandwich it with something negative I, in there
2: i will i will stay quiet about his team name this is fine everything <laughs> is fine
1: so, uh, Kristen, you you prefaced us that you did some research for the show. You probably have done twice as much research as I have <laughs> on this show. Three and times so, as much as me. <laughs> you, you brought some stats to the show. What what do you got for us?
0: I brought some stats. So there, while I was looking um, up Eric's record, I found I figured out that there were some all time records that were broke last week. So. In Leo's matchup against Mikey, he broke the all-time record for largest margin of victory. (laughs) That means that Mikey also broke the record for largest loss margin. (laughs) So hats off to both of them. They deserve a little high five there. And then Ian broke the all-time record for most points with 189 points. And the most, uh, the all-time record for most QB points. And bonus that I also found while digging in there is Ian now holds the all-time record for most points. He also holds the all-time record for least points scored. In 2012, he scored 24 points.
1: <laughs> Damn! What? Like just a sandwich? The both of those records is perfect. <laughs> Well, those oh, are some geez. great stats. Thank you for pulling those for us. Yeah,
2: big, big week. Week two is a big week for breaking records. Yeah, just so record. Just solidifies how good of a team Ian's team can be and also how continued anger I will be for Connor and his chip to give Ian the first pick of the draft. I will never let that down.
1: Well, hey, Randy, next year when we play, you keep shooting 93s. I'm sure uh, whatever balls you chip in, Will be will be just as good. <laughs> um Let's talk before we go into the breakdown. Randy, give us a little rundown on the league pickem last week.
2: Yeah, so league pickem is very active, and we're hoping to double that activity. We had four members of the league participate in the league pickem. Shout that out, out a to thirty three percent rate. Ian
1: and Eric, plus us two, who, who made picks this week. Eric wanted to bet, and it did not go very well for Eric. We should have all gotten in on this bet with a clever team name because it all would have, it would have paid out for everybody.
2: It would have. It would have. Um, Kristen, what happened? What happened to the pick this week?
1: Damn call-out.
2: Ooh, I'm sorry.
0: I was actually, as you guys were talking, just trying to figure out how to do it. So I will learn, and
2: I'll do it tonight. I promise. One thing I'm going to call out about Kristen is in the fourth quarter of the Oregon-Ohio State game, when it was crunch time, I get a notification on my, my phone on Ohio State's last drive that Kristen had to pick up a kicker, picked up, picked up her Chargers kicker. And I was like, this is the moment you have to pick up your kicker during crunch time of the Oregon-Ohio State game? Oh man, I was waiting for the moment to call this out because I, I saw it, I was like, wow. <laughs> that's that's funny. I,
0: it was definitely during a commercial, but I will say that in live time, Mikey also called me out for doing that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope you participate in the Pick'em this week, but we had four people participating in the Pick'em. Again, 12 members of the league, six matchups. Um, I was correct on five out of five. Out of six matchups, the only one I got incorrect was my own matchup, betting on myself. We have Ian and Connor going three and three, and then Eric going two and four. So let's see the continued activity. Let's see the rest of the league participate in this pick Let's see how everyone does in week three.
1: Yeah, for, for those wondering, because Kristen's wondering, if you go and you look at each individual matchup in week three, you'll see that underneath both team names, there's a blue button that says pick to win. And I believe you can only do this on your desktop computer. So uh, do some fantasy footballing while you're at work tomorrow and uh, put in these picks before Thursday. Definitely. Well, well done, Randy, going five and one. I'm looking actually at Eric's here. And I think because it says week two, win-loss, I don't think Eric picked in week two. I think he picked in week one. And then he didn't pick last week when we talked about it on the show. You're so, right. Uh, hopefully the, the Paradise family jumps uh, jumps on it and, and get a reminder out there to Eric to make his picks this week.
2: This week's pod is shout out and dedicated to Eric and the Paradise family.
1: <laughs> All right, let's jump into some games. Uh, how about Kristen? We will jump into your game first as I uh, jump through. To pull it up here. So, Kristen LA Dropouts was going against the great team name himself, clever team name. No wonder she was all on Eric's team because she was just watching herself lose this week to Eric. The projection wasn't very close. It was 116 to 127. Uh, so, LA Dropouts was just two points under the prediction. Eric was actually eight points under his prediction, but he did squeak it out, one nineteen to one fourteen. Kristen, you get one thought about this game. What, what was going through your head this weekend as uh, the points the points were coming up short?
0: Um, yeah, it, it, it right at the end it looked a, it looked like it could be close, but unfortunately Randy called it and Mahomes was just throwing to Kelsey, so points went to both of us, and um, then Eric had his kicker to seal the deal. And unfortunately I lost, um, not a lot to say. I mean, I think my team did okay. My, uh, Tyler Higby sucked. Um, but otherwise like 114 points is not nothing. Um, it's not bad.
2: Yeah. I, I think your team did really well in this, even though you took the L, I think it's a long season and 114 points for go a long way for points for, um, I think we saw last year a lot, the points made a big difference in, um, the seating, so I think it'll go a long way in Corlin's Stein had a big game and will probably continue to have big games as long as Jerry Judy is out so um, right now it doesn't look like the uh, the formula of Patty Mahomes James Robinson and Mike Davis who carried you to a championship last year doesn't look like to be the formula so far but hey maybe it can click later
0: <laughs> I will have to say I asked Matt earlier, like a couple weeks ago, I was like, who's the Who's the James Robinson of uh, 2021? He's like, mm, James Robinson might be the James Robinson of 2020. So, oh, well, well, we'll see. Maybe he is. You don't know, Randy.
1: That's I true. I don't know. The title of the pod, who's the James Robinson of 2021? James <laughs> Robinson. And, I mean, you survived with Eric's team had Dak Brent, Scott, who only put up six and a half points in the game. Uh, Eric could have scored a lot more points if he had something else, Uh, but know who he had is the number one or no, I guess. Yeah. Number one receiver of the week, Cooper cup, 32 points is quite a bit. Um, As we're going into the games, I believe the top players uh, this week were Kyler Murray, Derek Henry, Christian McCaffrey, Tyler Lockett, Cooper cup, Travis, Kelsey, Terry McLaurin, Buffalo, maybe and or Tampa and Graham Gano. And so uh, for him to have Kelsey and cup just carried the team all the way across the finish line.
2: Yep, Cooper cup is the number one wide receiver after two weeks so far.
1: Just Fantasy putting them not monster numbers, monster numbers now that he's got Stafford throwing to him. All right. Um, let's jump in to the next game. Let's talk about the now two and Oh, Flying High, Ian was going against Tim Tebow's Jorts. Ian just projected 133 versus Lawrence, 119. Lauren undershot her target, coming up with 111. The number looks really, really clean. It's 111.22. Just like the look of that versus Flying High's monstrous 189.84 points. Just insane to go down his roster and just like look like everyone put up 20 points. It's crazy. Randy, what, what's your thoughts about this matchup?
2: Man, Lauren put up a good matchup. Like if you're putting up 110 plus points a week, like you should be in a good chance to win. But like I said, you mess with all of us and sank this chip for the number one draft pick. Let me remind you, Ian drafts really well with a computer, right? Like he auto, he's auto drafted before. Uh, we've seen him on the chat auto draft. So when you give him the number one pick and he's picking in person, setting up for disaster. I think Gronk, the Brady to Gronk stack is amazing, right? Like Gronk has come back in 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 this season and he's now forced to be reckoned with, which I think was like one of the last picks of the league, and so it's crazy to see.
1: And Kristen, what's your thoughts?
0: Um, no thoughts. Just congrats to Ian. I think that uh, this this um, team is insane right now. I think he also broke a record that was like most points scored by a, um, by your original drafted team, which makes sense for two weeks in. So hopefully his team, well, for Ian, hopefully his team can keep it up. I think he'll have a really good season.
1: So Ian... Ian moves to two and two and O Tim Tebow's jorts, which is also another good team name moves to O and two, but uh Goldman's got, got some decisions to make because she's got 60 points on her bench. Uh, There's, there's lots to work with there. I'm not sure if it'll be enough, but uh, I, I would agree with what you said, Randy 111 points is still, still pretty good.
2: I want to know Gronk was Mr. Irrelevant in our fantasy draft.
1: He was Mr. Irrelevant, the last round six
2: pick. Round 16, pick number 12. Wow. Woof. We all had a chance. Woof. We all had a chance.
1: <laughs> all right, let's jump into the third game of the show. And this game is twin the day. Ryan versus Password is Taco. Jeremy, the prediction matchup. Jeremy was a one-point favorite. Ended up losing by two touchdowns, 124 to 110 Randy, what did you see in this game between Jeremy and Ryan?
2: Man, there was there was a shot with uh with Lamar on on Monday night and Hawkinson uh for for Jeremy, but uh this was Aaron Rodgers' revenge game, right? And so I think the the quarterback matchup washed out, like uh, was a wash, right, between the two.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, but uh, I don't know, man. It's. I can't say what was good about Ryan's team, except that Rodgers had a breakout game because of his lackluster week one. But um, everyone was, con- I can't even say everyone's consistent. Like DeAndre Hawkins didn't have a, his, what his projection was going to be. Deontay Johnson barely hit. Um, and so I don't know. I don't know. It's Aaron Rodgers <laughs> And Aaron Rodgers and Jeremy's uh, kicker pooped the bed with, uh, with zero points.
0: Yeah. I was going to say the difference in their win is that Jeremy didn't have any kicker points and Ryan's kicker scored
1: 13.8. Yeah. It like almost is exclusively the kicker, right? Like, cause it's just under 13 and a half points and the kicker put up 13.8. Like it totally was a difference. It's hard to expect Sanders, even in a normal week, a kicker putting up 13 points, uh, is, is it normal <laughs> looking at the McManus has got 118 field goal yards which is just a lot of field goal yards um,
2: jeremy's gonna go through a mental breakdown this entire year because it's like week one antonio brown goes off brady goes off week two brady still goes off and antonio brown gets started doesn't do anything and he leaves juju on the bench that puts up 13 points too as a difference maker right like the kicker you don't have a bench kicker that you're gonna debate over but his wide receiver situation Antonio Brown, after Dustin and putting up mad points week one, doesn't do anything week two. So he's going to have, as my co-hosts like to say, he's got some decisions to make. <laughs> he's in de- a
0: similar situation to me with Sutton. Sutton put up no points in the first week and then put up all the points in the second week. We just flipped off. So.
2: But it makes sense for your team because you had that had Jerry Judy week one, right? Like Jerry Judy is not on the team, like is injured. So yep. like courtless was going to get probably those targets like antonio brown everyone's healthy and brady's still putting up he put up like four or five touchdowns on sunday and <laughs> antonio brown was not the recipient of one
1: yeah two two weeks in a row that uh the antonio brown substitution uh affected jeremy between winning or at least close to winning and losing so that i think you're right it's gonna it's gonna hurt him and uh maybe haunt him for the rest of the season. We will see. All right, let's jump into the next game. Hell yeah, fried rice. We are going to your game, the closest game of the week, but also the lowest scoring game of the week. Randy's hell yeah, fried rice was going up against the Mannequins, and the finale was just as close as the original projection, but we're off by like 40 points. (laughs) So uh, Rachel's team was a one-point favorite going into the matchup this weekend and ended up just winning by two, eighty-one to 83. Randy, what happened with your squad this week? I, I picked you this week.
2: Hey, I picked me. <laughs> it was a stinker. It was a, a true stinker. I think um, look at both sides. We didn't live up to the expectations. Right. I said last week, I thought Herbert was going to have a monster game throwing crazy touchdowns, right? Like Cowboys versus charger. So that was gonna go back and forth. Um, didn't go necessarily that way. So, that was in my favor, but yeah, it was going into Thursday. Josh Jacobs got reported that he was not going to be playing. And I was like, yes, I have a shot because Josh Jacobs was out and that was her running back too. And she put AJ Dillon. I was like, that, nothing's going to pan out there. So I really thought I had a shot. And then my big mistake was not putting in Hollywood Brown <laughs> over Jacoby Myers. Uh, but I won't make that mistake again.
1: And Kristen, what are you seeing?
2: Um, I see two
0: teams that I could potentially beat next week. So I feel good. (laughs) Uh,
1: what, What I'm seeing here is very interesting because Herbert on his stats, he had threw for 338 yards. He threw one touchdown and two interceptions. Jalen Hurts only threw for 190 yards, but he ran for 82 and he had one rushing touchdown and ended up scoring seven points more than Herbert, and it's like there's no way that Jalen Hurts had a better game than Herbert. But right now, the way our points work is Jalen got six points for his touchdown, and Herbert only got four points for his touchdown. If I believe that's right, so, no, I guess six. He got six points also. So where's the where's the difference?
2: Those two interceptions. That's the that's two interceptions are
1: minus six points. I remember
2: it's you have to you have to throw for so every 25 yards is one point
1: so so it's actually the big difference that Jalen had was the 82 rushing yards gave him eight extra points Mm
2: -hmm.
1: and so the eight minus the six from Herbert is the 14 point difference that's right wow this brief
2: brief math lesson was brought to you by (laughs) I <laughs> so, yeah. hope everybody caught was able to follow that. <laughs> yeah,
1: probably not. But uh, it, it it's interesting in the rushing quarterbacks do seem to have a bit of an advantage the way our scoring works at the moment. Um, I'm sure we're going to see that with Lamar as well.
2: It was a stinker. I think the overall thing is like, if you look at the bench, like there really isn't anyone that we would have replaced, right? Like the only decision I had was really Hollywood Brown versus... Jacoby Myers. Everyone else, like, should have been there. Should have been in the starting lineup.
1: Yeah, yeah. I don't think there was much you can do. I'm sure Rachel was very happy to see uh, Greg Zerline take that 56 yard kick at the end of the game to beat the Chargers. Um, that one kick might have uh, gotten gotten them past, honestly. Yeah. Um,
2: so I'm really upset that I got a, also a big difference maker, which I didn't realize, is that I got minus points. Because I uh, I think he missed a field goal. My kicker missed a field goal of 50 plus two, I think. So, like, usually. Yeah, one missed
1: 50 plus 50 yards, yep.
2: I was like, whoa, like, normally, you know, I know we're doing a decimal point, like, field goal, but, like, to miss a 50-yard field goal to get penalized I think that's
1: it's brutal a it's little, brutal a little sometimes those kicks like come late at halves and their 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 reaches it is it is very like tough
2: Like I get I get it for like 30 and below even 40 but when you go 50 plus and you miss it like do we really need to take away a point? so
1: Yeah well, I mean but we definitely change. I'm
2: coming I'm coming for next year
1: The the kickers are going to make a much bigger impact this year because of the yards and the minus that we made like just seeing uh, Greg Zerline didn't even have like a huge game, right? He made two point after attempts and I think two field goals, um, and put up 11 points. And uh, if you watch the Chargers and Dallas game, like the way that team handled uh, the end of that game was just absolutely—they—they they were almost—they almost just completely gave it up to the Chargers the way they handled the ball at the end of the game. But uh, Zerline kicked a 56-yarder, and he ended up winning after Week yeah. One uh missing a bunch of kicks
2: i think it's it's wild i'm looking at the scoring you lose one point if you miss a 10 yard field goal or one yard field goal and you also lose one point if you miss a 50 yard think the I think we need more harsher for the shorter ones yeah i mean we could do the
1: minus the yardage oh no that's even Kickers worse. Are gonna be crazy next that's year even the- worse isn't it Make <laughs> the you kicker want, like, points
0: really crazy, and you need to you need the best kicker ever to win.
1: Yeah, or just not play a kicker every week.
0: <laughs> let's just vote for dumping kickers off the roster.
1: Uh they're too they're too important. That's a hot take. That is a hot take. All right, let's jump into the next game. We have a classic Leo, who uh, changed his team name to Skoden, and Kristen, you actually can give us some details about what that name is because when i was looking at it i was like oh is it sco ducks is this like some edward snowden play on words is it like let's go denver i wasn't really sure
0: it's definitely let's go denver he is a converted denver fan big (laughs) big uh no i i'll let leo speak to it when he's the guest but i would just say go watch reservation dogs i'm sure he would like me to to plug it because he's been plugging it every time i see him and that's where it's from
1: all right well I think we're having him on the show soon so uh, we will get that that rundown as Kristen mentioned earlier this was the biggest blowout in league history and going into it it was unbelievably close projected the projected difference was Leo was a five hundredths of a point favorite going into it which is just like Unbelievable when you're talking about 123 total points, Uh, but touchdown breezes was 70 points short of his projected. His team just laid eggs all over the place. And I may have called this last week. I was not feeling good about him because everybody was playing on the road. I said, everyone's playing on the road. That can't be good. And that's what happened. So as we heard earlier, Leo won 158 to 50. Uh, insert the uh, womp, womp noise here. <laughs> and so, uh, Randy, <laughs> there's, there's lots of things that made a difference in this game. Uh, you know, Leo could have just started two players and he still would have won. But, uh, <laughs> but, but what do you see? <laughs> Kyler Murray alone oh, almost beat Michael by himself.
2: Yeah, literally, almost every combination of Kyler Murray and one skill player like would have done it for for Leo this week. Um, it was a it was a crap week for for uh, for Mikey. Um, I look at his bench and I'm like, he could have had his entire bench too and still would have lost by 50 plus points. He could have had the whole squad versus Leo's starting lineup and still would have <laughs> lost by 50 points.
0: I think Mikey could have also started all of Rachel's
1: team, and and Leo would have still. <laughs> <laughs> Leo beat the entire Phillips household this week.
2: It would have been a, a a slow slower burn if he had. Leo's bench. It would have been less less uh, less hurt too. A
1: little easier to stomach.
2: Oh man, that was a bad week.
1: Yeah. I mean, shout out to Aaron Jones. He just had a monster Monday night putting up 38 points. That is a lot of points for a running back.
2: That's just kicking you when you're down, right? Like he had the 70-point cushion, and, <laughs> and Aaron Jones took a hot steamy poop on, on <laughs> Mikey's chest. It was like, sorry, bud.
1: Dang, Mikey, that's gross. All right, should we jump into – I think we only have one game left, and that is my game um, I, I went with your recall, Randy. I'm going to be making a team name every single week for my matchup. And uh, so I changed my name because I was going against the law. It's, it's what the law by Javon Musk, Mr. Uh, Jonathan Daniel Hansen. And so I changed my name to breaking the law. Very close projected matchup i was a one point favorite fell way short i put up 109 points and daniel's team put up 135 points absolutely smacked me in this game so uh kristen what's your one thought about the law versus breaking the law uh well
0: my only thought is about the names. I saw breaking the law when I logged in, and I thought Daniel changed his name. I was like, oh, it's Breaking Bad. Like, he's he's like turning it up this year. I don't know what that's about. Um, but I thought that's that's clever. Clever uh, against team name, Connor. Well done. Thank you. But so you didn't break him, so.
1: <laughs> oh, uh, I broke the law, and I got busted, and I'm in jail, I guess. <laughs> Brandy, what did you think about this matchup?
2: Yeah, man, uh, Tyreek didn't show up for you, and King Henry was the top scorer last week, and it was wild. Uh, that was, I think, that was the biggest difference maker, right? If Tyreek Hill puts up his normal and Derrick Henry puts up his normal, I think it's a much closer matchup. Uh, nothing to hold your head head up. I mean, you're going to be good. Are you going to keep your prayer hands in in your weekly team name change too?
1: Yeah, probably. That's how that's how you all know that it, that it's my team. Yeah, because I'm I'm praying for points at this point.
2: Yeah, there's no one that you would have started in place. They're like, there's no questions that you really had to make, no decisions that you had to make. Like, I don't think you would have started Sterling Shepard over any of your wide receivers.
1: Yeah, so, I'm I'm gonna have to start thinking about Sterling Shepard. He put up 20 last week and 13 this week. So uh, we'll, and he didn't have a touchdown this week. So we'll have to, you know, I'll keep an eye on him. We'll see. He might be, uh, he's definitely going to be good when the bye weeks start coming around. He'll be a nice one to have. Um, but we're going to point this out every single week on the show and because Daniel needs to hear it. He's just all in on the Seahawks this year. And so Russell Wilson, DK Metcalf didn't have a huge game, but uh, the credit this week goes to Russell Wilson. Getting the law across the line, pretty much no matter what happened, because we are giving all the credit to Russ, no matter what, for every win that Daniel gets this season. That's Thanks, right, Daniel, go Hawks. Go Hawks. <laughs> um, did I miss a game? I think I got all the name, all the games here. I believe that's it. Got all the games. All right, so now we've got a couple standouts flying high. Clever team name, Skoden all at two and zero. Oh some on the bottom password is taco la dropouts tim tebow's jorts bringing up the rear at zero and two but don't worry you're only at the most two games behind you can totally catch up and get back in those games uh, that's it, right it is not over yet you get a bonus game this season so like you're yeah, only one game we, got,
0: we all got a whole extra week this is like we're just basically oh and one right now <laughs> i'm just really right. good company at the bottom all a bunch of past champions so we'll,
2: we're good i think we'll we'll be just fine
1: Hey, well thanks for making room for the rest of us
2: <laughs> there's there's interesting dynamic as we go into week three there's you know the waiver wire is going to be hot and the number one waiver wire spot goes to connor and the number two waiver wire spot goes to kristen Woo-hoo! And so it's very interesting in what the strategy is. You don't have to say names because we just breaking news realized that Connor was the number one waiver wire holder. So I wouldn't want Kristen getting names, uh, giving, giving their names away uh, to what you need this weekend. But, you know, mention that wide receivers are something that Kristen is looking for um, prior to the pod st- starting. So I wanted to throw out some names of suggested people. Um, This poll will get released tomorrow morning. So waiver claims I'm sure will be made already, but uh, Zach Paschal is a good name uh, to think about. Uh, It's had five plus targets in both of his uh, first two matchups and a touchdown in each of his matchups. Let's see, Henry Ruggs had a seven target matchup last week. And I think the thing that I look for in wide receivers is the targets. Are they consistent? Are they getting seven plus a week? Right. Um, And what are they doing with those targets? right? if we look at someone like Darius Slayton who put up almost 13 points last week, it's consistent. He, he gets about seven targets a game, but he catches about half of them. Right. And, and so it's, it's very interesting. My, my suggestion and my pickup that I would recommend i know i won't get is cordell patterson cordell patterson is not only a wide receiver that gets seven plus targets a game but he is also a running back so you can flex him in either the running back or wide receiver position if you are in need um someone like kristen who has mike davis as the starting running back may want cordell patterson because we saw he got some goal line work versus Mike Davis. So that would be a, a suggestion who I would would be on that that waiver wire for. Um I think the way that our our league is um it has uh benches, we have a lot of depth. And so a lot of the names that you commonly hear this week, like Rondell Moore and don't remember any other ones, but Rondell <laughs> Moore, he is already picked up. So yeah, a, lot, I think-
1: a lot of the yeah. A lot of the popular waivers have already been picked up based off the depth. Uh, but, you, yeah, you made a good point about looking up the targets, Randy. And, uh, I mean, there's some guys, like uh, you you mentioned Pascal from Indy. Like, the guy's got three touchdowns in two weeks. So, obviously, uh, Wentz likes him, you know, to go for it. I'm, I'm surprised to see uh, who is that rug or rugs on uh Oakland. oh yeah henry ruggs. henry ruggs who uh didn't have a huge first week but um this week had a big game had a real long touchdown because he's got some burners and so uh i mean it's it's lean but there are some guys some guys out there uh they're pretty much like the top running back on the jets and receiver on the jets <laughs> it look like they're both available um and so if you're needing some guys the, the jets don't seem like they're uh they've been picked over
2: yet. Yeah, I I will not be making any stabs at these individuals because I think they'll be taken. But uh, for you two, let's see if, uh, if you all will go with C- Cordell Patterson or you may not even use your waiver wire pickup this week. Maybe there's no one important enough to grab. Um, a strategy that I exposed Ian for last year that I utilized was waiting till midnight. If you care enough about your league, you wait till midnight and see if they are claimed already, then they will be on a yellow kind of star. But if they're not claimed, you can immediately pick them up and not use your waiver wire spot and instantly add and drop at midnight. So it's something that I've been doing, something that Ian has been doing. I'm sure he'll be mad at me and send me a text later, like, why are you exposing the waiver system? But got to make it fair for everyone. So a good thing to do it's thing I like to search for because have you ever gotten loser. into
0: a battle with with Ian where you're both trying to claim somebody at midnight <laughs> you know I don't think we have
2: yet yet because I just discovered this last year um so nothing yet but it would be interesting to see if uh if we do come across the same player um what's really cool with the free agency thing that I well, will hopefully propose as a rule next year is free agent, um, fab. So like free agent auction budgeting. So everyone gets a hundred bucks at the beginning of the year. And so there's no, it's, there's a waiver wire system if everyone spends their money and there's no money left, but if there's someone that you want to get, you can bet, you can auction off your hundred dollars that you have for an entire year to go get the player you want. And it's a, a really fun dynamic to do. And then you wait till, so like, Oh, did I get the player that I bid on? Like, it's pretty fun.
1: Hmm. Yeah, I'd say at the end of the season, we can talk about that. Or, or run it by uh, Leo when when he shows up, the commissioner. All right, yeah. let's go. Let's go into the picks before we wrap up this week two episode. All right, I'm pulling right. up the games here. Let's start with. Make sure I'm on week three. I always jump to week two. Let's start with Christy, Ryan. You, you
2: picking with us this week, right? You picking with us this week? Uh, yep, I've got it pulled up.
0: I'm gonna make my Whoop. picks as we go.
1: Awesome. Let's start with twin the day versus touchdown breezes. As of right now, Ryan is a 12 point favorite, which is, I feel like a lot of points in this league. Uh, Who who are you picking Randy?
2: Uh, I mean, right now, Michael has his backup. Michael has Alvin Kamara's backup running back starting which is not a good look. So I'm just for that alone, I'm going with twin today and Ryan because there's no one on the waiver wire. That's going to supplement Tony Jones jr. He's not a good enough, like be two to, to carry that, that load. So Ryan's getting a win this week. My pick.
1: I'm going to follow your lead on that because yeah, it's just like when you, you've got a lot of marbles on Kamara and Jones. And you need New Orleans to run the heck out of the ball or throw a ton of screens. And uh, I would say at New England, probably not a, a good look after uh, the New England defense has been, has been pretty good. Kristen, who are you taking?
0: I'm also going to take Ryan. I don't think Mikey's team is giving us any reason to, to pick him and think that he'll upset the, uh,
1: the odds. <laughs> All I'm right, surprised G- the
2: projections aren't like 60 points for the week and it's even more than
1: that. <laughs> uh all right, let's go to game 2. We got Leo's team Skoden versus Clever team named Eric. Eric or a battle of two undefeated teams. Someone's going to lose and someone's going to go top of the bracket. Kristen, you got first pick on this rotation. Who are you taking?
0: Well, I think because I gave Eric so much love at the beginning of the episode, I'm going to have to pick Leo and just even it out a little bit. Um, I think that would be a little unfair to give Eric all the love. Shout out to the Paradise household for watching, listening. Um, Yeah, I'm picking Leo.
1: I was leaning in towards Leo because I saw Kyler Murray at Jacksonville and I'm like, oh no, Kyler Murray's going to put up a 50 piece on jacksonville it could be really ugly he could also get benched a little early if they blow him out but what i did notice is i'm going with the same thing that happened with mikey next week as this past week all of leo's teams except one guy the kicker is on the road um and that didn't work out very well for mikey so i am going with clever team name this week to go three and oh
2: Nice. I am also going clever team name TBD to go 3-0. I think uh, he has some pretty favorable matchup, and I'm, I am I don't think uh, Cooper Cup is letting down anytime soon.
1: No, I think that's fair. All right, let's jump to Kristen's game. She's going against the 2-0 and Ian flying high. Right now, Ian's projected 131 points versus Kristen's 117. The LA dropout's maybe could get a huge upset win, Uh, but I don't think it's going to happen. And it's just impossible not to root for Ian until the first round draft pick gets upset. I feel like he's going to get picked every week. And so I'm uh, going flying high this week, Randy.
2: Ah, it's, this is not a good, good quarter of the season for to start out for Kristen. I have also going Ian, Flying high, there's just too much firepower over there. Sorry, champ.
0: Oh man, this is rough. So I'd like to pick myself underdog, but my star is playing against the Chargers, and I don't, you know, I don't want to see him dominate. So I am also going to pick Ian. (laughs) And I am hoping for a Chargers win over a LA
1: dropouts win. Oh, that's some commitment to the Chargers. I mean, I'm sure uh, Rachel's going to be happy if that's the outcome. And the Chargers do play Kansas City tough. I mean, last year they gave they gave them a run. I think they might have beaten them once. Um, and so that could that could happen. I didn't follow my own advice. I'm looking at Ian's team, and he's got everybody on the road also uh so he's got one running back who's questionable right now at home but that's versus Tampa Bay so that's not a good look and uh and then the Buffalo D at home and so it might be it, it might be the week for you right if if uh Patty Mahomes goes off you you could do it but it doesn't look okay like wait it. I
0: changed my pick I'm rooting for myself but it's not going to be Mahomes it's going to be the rest of my team they're going to carry me all the way and I'm going with your theory that uh Ian's team is going to be tired because they'll
1: be on the road. Ooh, that will be a huge upset. We will be celebrating that upset win if you win this upcoming week, Chris. And that'll be huge. Uh make sure make sure you uh change that pick on, on the, the Yahoo Pick'em over there. All right, let's uh let's do Randy's game next and we'll have Randy pick last. Uh so Randy in week three is going against Lauren Gomans, Tim Tebow's Jorts. Randy, as of right now, is a huge favorite, but that's only because Landry is on the IR and Lauren has yet to sub him. But as of right now, he's 117 to 104, but I'm sure if you get a flex player in there, this matchup is going to be a lot closer than uh, it looks on paper right now. And uh, Kristen, you got, you got an idea of who you're going here?
0: Um, I'm going to go underdog pick. I think that, uh, Lauren will, I think Lauren will switch swap out Landry and then it will be a tight game and she's going to come out of her losing streak and she will be one and two next week.
1: Yeah. I'm going to follow you on that upset win as well. I kind of like Tim Tebow's Jorts. She, her bench, she's got people to replace Landry. So as long as she makes that, I mean, she's got Boyd and, uh, I guess Williams is in the flex, but uh, it is a flex position. So she's got plenty of people to mix. And Randy is really going to be watching Monday night football closely this week. And that's Philly at Dallas. And that just could be a really ugly division game uh, with two teams that uh, maybe are under or overperforming at this point. And so I think uh, it's going to be a big uh, let down Monday night football for Randy. And he's, he's not going to catch up on the points. Randy, you got faith in yourself this week?
2: I have plenty of faith in myself and I'm going to pick myself to win because I think that Monday night game is going to be a big one for my skill players. I think uh, maybe if it was about the quarterbacks, maybe a little bit because of Dak last week, but I do think that we're gonna get a lot of a lot of scoring on on my end, um, so I'm super happy and I'm excited for the Jalen Hurts, Miles Sanders uh, stack, and I am looking forward for Miles Sanders to have his blow up game against Dallas this week.
1: All right, let's go to my game. I gotta figure out what my nickname's gonna be against Rachel. I am open to any ideas if people've got something for the mannequins. Maybe uh I'll just do it. Phillips Household versus Leo week two. Um, and you should be the sting
2: dogs, like stingray and a dog, (laughs) sting puppy. That's
1: a good one, Randy. Uh, right now, I'm favored by seven points 118 over Rachel's 111. Uh, I will pick last on here, Randy or Kristen. Who are you picking in this matchup? This is a Herbert. You gonna lead the way?
0: Yep, Herbert's going to uh. He's going to lead the way, uh, as I mentioned earlier. The Chargers will beat KC, and uh,
2: the man of Kittens will beat the Sting Dogs. <laughs> Sting Dogs. <laughs> <laughs> well, con man, I am going with you this week. I think that you are going to have all the pieces to win this matchup. I do think that the Sting Dogs will will be. Um beating the mana kittens. I do think that the Man of kittens will get a big game from Justin Herbert, but I just don't like AJ Dillon as her as her RB2. Maybe Josh Jacobs comes back, but Josh Jacobs has been a trash running back like the past like year and a half. So going with you, I like the, I like uh Kareem Hunt. And so uh my pick is breaking the law prayer hand slash sting dogs. Sting dogs.
1: I have to, I have to change the name to that now. Um, Yeah. Her, her running back, her running back game is really lacking. And uh, it's, it seems to be a theme this week. She's got all these road games also, and that that's gotta be the trend. So I'm picking myself as well. I'm worried about the chargers at Kansas city and I've got uh, the cheetah going against the Chargers. So I'm hoping the cheetah lights it up and and gets a, a comeback. Um, So I'm picking myself. All right. Did I pick all of them?
2: We got Password is Taco.
1: Password is Taco. The last game. So Password is Taco. Jeremy is going against the lot, Daniel Hansen. Jeremy, as of right now, is a six-point favorite, 120 to 126. And uh, Kristen, how are you feeling about Daniel versus Jeremy? I don't know why you keep coming to me first. Like I have some big insight on this game. All right, Randy, what are you feeling about this matchup?
2: Man, I think the Seahawks are going to get a bounce back win this week, meaning that Russ and Metcalf, go Hawks, are going to get the win, put up big numbers, meaning that the law by Jovan Musk will get the win this week as well.
1: I'm going to go with Password is Taco. On this one, I think Lamar Jackson – just absolutely demolishes Detroit and eats their lunch. Um, I also like Dalvin cook against the Seahawks defense. I think after seeing what Derrick Henry did this past week, you assume Dalvin's going to be able to do a very similar thing. And Kristen.
0: I am going to go with password as taco and root for my fellow Owen two champion. Are, <laughs> I think it. we are. I think all three of us are going to come out of the gutter
1: this week. Oh, that would be awesome! I am on board with uh, everyone coming out of here and, and having no offers, no Owens, no Owen.
2: Jeremy has AJ uh, has uh, Antonio Brown on the bench this week. Do you think uh, he that's uh, going to be a regret?
1: I think that's a smart play. I like uh, Smith Schuster at home versus Cincinnati versus Antonio Brown at the Rams. The Rams defense is uh, nothing, nothing to uh, mess with. So I I think that's a, a smart choice at this moment. Definitely. All right. Did we have any more segments that we might've forgot or left out before we end the show here?
2: No, I think I think we're no good. No more I,
0: I do have a suggestion. So I thought of uh, this while we were going through the things. I think Connor, you should update your team name to something that is happens in the podcast every week. And in order to understand your team name, you gotta listen to the pod.
1: Ooh, I like that. So, so what would you call my my team this week, then? Oh, it's gotta, gotta be Sting Dogs. Gotta be Sting Dogs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely going with Sting Dogs. Um, the the title has got to be uh, the Robinson quote as well.
0: James Robinson is the new James Robinson.
1: James Robinson is the new James Robinson.
0: <laughs> I just want to hold the trophy for you guys one last time so you can see what you're playing for. doesn't fit in the screen all the way. Your name
2: could be right there.
1: Uh, that's, wow. that's the intro right there for sure. I'm going to clip that did, out and put it in the intro. Did
2: Ollie, did Ollie eat one of the sides of the, uh, the AKC <laughs> Trident up there? No, that is not Ollie.
0: <laughs> this is a 12-year-old trophy. Oh, you know, I just found out that on the back, it's got a little indented in you and I, kind of like secret. I don't know if you can see that. Those are it right here. You'll see when you see get it. it. When you win, you'll know the Speaker password.
1: secret password. I want to remind you, Jeremy, the trophies been Not carving that in Yeah. well that top that spray painted wasn't that like a piece that was at convention or something like that, that was
2: that is circa 2008 the top is circa 2008
1: was that like a piece that we had or was that um lifted off a table or
2: yeah it was lifted off a table at, at convention <laughs> so For sure.
1: uh,
0: classy my brother's classy <laughs>
1: All right, well, Kristen, thank you so much for joining us. Being the first guest of the
2: season, two yeah, time, two time
1: two-time defending champion,
2: two time. Any last right. words, Kristen?
0: Um, no. Good luck this season. And uh, Randy, send me some uh, some tips to get my my team out of the gutter. You can, you can offline. I don't need Connor to get my tips.
1: <laughs> well, Randy, thanks for doing the show as always. Here with me. On uh, Mondays and Tuesday nights, whenever we end up recording it, always a pleasure to do the Capuchap podcast with a fellow president.
2: Ghosting dogs.
1: <laughs>